Welcome back to the Balance Boldly Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Renthigton. As always, I am more than excited to be in the space with you because we get to sit in this intimate place where you, the listener, gets to tune in to the joy, the pleasure, the triumph, the tribulation, the vulnerability, and the realness of the journey of every single potent human that I have the privilege, honor, and opportunity to bring to you. And today is no different, my love, not by one millimeter. This woman's energy, because she doesn't know that we professionally stalk all of her, I guess, is phenomenal. And she is truly about her mission-driven business. I would like to welcome Brandy Mabra. She's the CEO and founder of Savvy Clover Coaching and Consulting, and also happens to have, I don't know, just a tad bit over 15 years of business management and leadership experience where she has worked in diverse business climates and has turned hot mess practices into well-oiled and profitable machines. Brandy is very serious about helping private practice CEOs actually be able to streamline their operations so they can engage the team that can run without them so they can enjoy their life fully. Brandy, welcome to the BBP. How are you today? Good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Same. Same (laughs) on so many levels. So, you know, first question I have for you is what drove you to want to serve the population of people that you're serving? Because, you know, a lot of people don't like the white coat folk, right? (laughs) Still with private practitioners. (laughs) Yes. No, those are my folks. Those Mm -hmm. are my folks. Mm -hmm. You know, I come from such a long line of healthcare and starting like I was five years old sitting in front of an EKG machine Mm -hmm. for, you know, take your mom, you take your daughter to work day with my mom. My mom is a registered nurse. Mm -hmm. My Nana and my mom, which is my grandmother, they went to nursing school together. I got to watch like that whole thing. So my is like in her 50s and my mom is you know like I want I want more I want to be able to take care of my kids and um you know and just be able to have a better life and so she went back to school and my Nana was like you know what I want to do the same thing you know even though she's older and so I got to watch that and so at this point in time my cousin and and my sister and my other cousin like we just have like this all these healthcare all these healthcare professionals and so I ended up being one of them um but I will say that when I first started my business I did not start out working specifically with healthcare and, mm. and practitioners that's actually um, I went through the whole journey of what do I want to do? You know, the clarity that happens sometimes that you need to get, yes. like, what is truly my purpose? So, um, yeah, I'm so happy that I, I made my way back to it because it's like in perfect alignment for what my skill set is, you know, my expertise, how I can help, you know, the fact that I've been able to do some amazing things when it comes to just healthcare businesses, private practices and all the things. So I am so happy right now. (laughs) No, I can see it on your face. Like they don't have the honor of seeing your beautiful glowing face, but I do. And I can see that you're really centered in where you are in this moment of time. Yeah, thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, it's it's a per, it's a perfect, perfect, perfect match. So this is awesome. So I'm curious because I did um, a really big swing pivot to being a clinical social worker, coming from the medical industry, trauma specialist for my background. When we first started, my husband and I started our company 12 years ago. 
I did not do what most people thought, which would just be to be open a private practice. I got into staffing and professional <laughs> development. Like Nikito, what world? What were you thinking? <laughs> and part of it was honestly because it made sense on paper. Like people always came to me. I'm the resource. You know, where can you connect me? I am a connector. It's a secret superpower. It's something that I love to do. I've never monetized that. But I thought, you know what? Since the number one thing that separates families is communication around finances mm -hmm. and the confidence that goes under that, let me make sure that people are resourced to have the skill set to earn the money so they can build stronger families, which is my ultimate mission, right? To break those generational cultures, you know, the drama and curses and create that new imprint. So my mission has always been the same, but the way that I did it was different. And then I got my call to Jesus moment from that, <laughs> right? Many people were like, we want more of this mama. We want the consulting, the coaching, the, we want that. And yet great to your staffing dreams, but this is where you live. Mm -hmm. This is where it fits. And so I, I had the clients and potential clients literally screaming at me to give me, give them more of what I was resisting, which is how I kind of circled back to where I was meant to always be. But what was like, what was the thing that made you decide not to do healthcare right away oh. and then pivot back or boomerang yeah. back? Burnout. I was tired. I was so tired. And so I'm ambitious, yeah. you know, an ambitious woman. And so very career oriented. And so I wanted to get up to the C-suite. And mm -hmm. so just drive, drive, drive. I was a single mom and, yeah. you know, had my son that I needed to take care of. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to make more money. I wanted to give him a better life. And I knew management could do that for me. Yeah. So I, if you look me, on, look, at, look me up online, you'll find that I moved from Ohio to North Carolina with, you know, no job, no home, yeah. <laughs> my last paycheck, a rental car and had to go through like this whole journey. But when I got here, because I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina now, when I got here, God is so good. And so he put me in a place where I was able to grow my management career to learn more. Um, and, you know, I went back to school. But with that journey, man, like the early mornings, the late nights, the weekends, a lot of where my messaging comes from, because that was my life, right? I was trying to help others build their, you know, build the, build the business, build the practice. And so early on in my career, I got identified as a talent mm -hmm. and, you know, just through networking and things. And so I was able to make my way up to a C-suite, you know, a couple C-suites. Mm -hmm. And so being the only, sometimes the youngest and, you know, and so it was, um, you know, rewarding, but I was tired, yeah. just tired. Like I had gained, you know, weight. I wasn't taking care of myself. I was eating, you know, all the fast food, shoving my, you know, and, mm -hmm. it, and yelling at my son, you know, because of just being tired. And so I did not like the person who I was becoming and I didn't like what I was seeing in the mirror. So with that, I knew I needed to make a change. I just didn't know what it was. And so, um, you know, the natural instinct would be find another job. Why well, I had did that, you know, I had found numerous, you know, positions and promotions and things. And so when I made the move, I wanted to be intentional about it. So I took my time and I really thought like, what do I want at this stage of, of my career? You know, what am I looking for? Because it wasn't money. I was making great money, mm -hmm. you know, and so it was the freedom. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to own my days. I wanted to be able to decide what my journey was going to be. I wanted to be able to help people. Yeah. You know, I didn't want somebody else to be able to benefit all of this because at the time I was helping a practice grow across North Carolina mm. and they specifically like the the leadership team I was working with, they were going to make millions of dollars, you know, for me. 
I'm just looking at my little six figure salary, mm-hmm. but they needed specifically my skill set. Yeah. And so at that point in time, I didn't know what I know now, but I just, it just didn't sit well yeah. with me. And so at that point in time being burned out, I decided to um, do consulting and, and take a step back. And so even with that, like I worked with a large um, hospital payer and, and, and um, healthcare payer. And so I worked with hospital systems, more practices and, you know, and God was preparing me for exactly what I'm doing today. And so with that, I um, eventually left, you know, started my business and and started out in career coaching mm-hmm. initially because people would always ask me, like, how did you get to the C-suite? How have you been able to make over six figures? You know, how, especially as a black woman, right. how have you been able to do that? And I was like, oh, let me help you too. Mm-hmm. And then I got into it and was like, oh, I don't want to tell you how to write your resume. I don't know. Like, I don't want to tell you how to right. interview or to right. how to network on LinkedIn. Like, that's not lighting me up. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I decided to do business coaching. I was a part of a mastermind at the time. And as much as I liked the business coach, I could tell I had more business experience than what she did. So when it came to teams and operations and the money piece and how to hire and how to fire and how to have difficult conversations, like all those things she couldn't talk about, you know, she could talk more or less about like how to market yourself online, Mm -hmm. but that was it. And so I was like, Oh, well, why am I not doing this? Like I can do this. And so I made a pivot Mm -hmm. uh, pre COVID, you know, to business coaching and started to take off like right away. And it was just, that was an alignment. Yeah. The interesting part of it was that I had um, therapists who started to reach out to me because anytime I would be on a podcast, I would talk about my healthcare experience. And so, you know, like folks would pick up on it. So it's almost like they found me and private practice owners start to find me because they would, uh, you know, reach out. Hey, I need help. I need help. Mm -hmm. And so during those conversations, I was like, man, I'm sitting on all these nuggets of information when it comes specifically to healthcare and specifically practices, you know, and I've managed and ran, you know, 16 plus million budgets, you know, million dollar budgets, hundred plus teams, you know, all this experience insurance, you know, some of the complications that just drive, you know, folks crazy, Mm -hmm. especially some of the owners. And then I had owners who are seven figure million dollar practices who want to sell it for a dollar. You know, they're not happy. They're burned out. And so during my journey, I was able to learn some really great things to get myself out of burnout. And so, yeah, I mean, that's a long winded way of saying, you know, at first I was just working with general entrepreneurs and people started to, you know, private practice owners pulled me back into healthcare, which I'm happy that they did. I love it. Your, your niche, which is really similar to my story, found you. Mm -hmm. Um, I I definitely didn't go in wanting to specifically do self-actualization and wholeness for power couples and potent humans. That wasn't, Mm -hmm. but they were standing up and waving like, hello over here. (laughs) It's hard to ignore um, when you're getting the signs that you've been praying for. You mm-hmm. were, you know, as a woman of God, which I, I hear very clearly, both yes. consciously and spiritually, when you've been praying for clarity and direction and to make it as easy as humanly possible in this physical body, and then the signs are coming, but you keep, well, that's not for me. They're not talking to me, right? Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> because, you know, we get in our ambition, we get so focused on what the paper said we should do, right? Your Mm -hmm. degrees, your certification, even your detailed experience said, oh, well, it makes sense for you to do this. But the the lighting up, the in-love-ness, if you will, that came with you creating what we call here, your work-life and love balance Mm -hmm. was really for these healthcare practitioners, specifically those that were CEOs of their private practice, which I love 
your the title of your newer program that you just founded um, recently, the Private Practice CEO. I think it's it's perfect. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, that is my baby. And even just as I was like creating the curriculum for that, and a lot of it was already written because I was already talking business, but some of the more detailed nuggets when it comes to a healthcare practice, you know, being able to like create some of the tools that, that our clients are able to use, like that information just was pouring out of me. It's just easy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this is just so nice to be in flow. And I want them to be the CEO of their practice. I want them to realize that just because you are in healthcare and just because you have a practice or just because you're taking insurance or just because you're private pay or, you know, all the different models doesn't mean that you have to be chained to your practice or chained to your desk where you can't, you know, take time off or you can't take breaks or you can't, um, you know, have the life that you're truly wanting or that you have seven figures and you have to, you know, be a hostage to your practice, you know? And so I love the conversations that we get to have. I think the other thing too, is that our communities need, you know, like our, our, the practices to stay open. They need for that owner to be equipped. So that way, whether if it's mental health, whether if it's wellness, whether if it's, um, you know, chiropractic, like some of the amazing lactations, some of the amazing practitioners that I've been able to work with, the community needs this. Right. And so, especially when it comes to mental health, like it's just so important. And so I need for the owner to be equipped to understand to to not be burned out so that way their practice can thrive and they can actually you know help you know because we need it so a thousand percent i i want to literally shake my maracas in the microphone and i don't want my husband who's the editor to be like (laughs) you're killing him you're killing him (laughs) i won't do it but i am literally in the air shaking because i hands down can't agree with you more for so many reasons for clients the space that I was coming out, coming from Mm -hmm. 16 hour plus days in the ED, like all of it, the burnout that made me look at, I Mm -hmm. love what I do and I'm really good at it, but the way that I'm doing it is literally toxic and keeping me from being in love with it. It was not the healthiest relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And that made me make some mistakes along the way as I tried to, you know, get out clean, as clean as you possibly can when you're in those (laughs) relationships. You're like, why did I choose you, fool? Um, but you, you know, you find your way and you date a few not so great people, but they're still greater mm-hmm. than yep. where you came from. And then you finally attract versus forcing that, that person, that project, that place that was literally designed for you and had been waiting for you to be ready for it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I love that methodology and just, um, analogy too. So I mm-hmm. love it. Thank you. Speaking of love. How old is your son now? Oh, he's 17 now. Oh. Yes, yes. And I cry at least once a week about the fact that he's 17. And he's just like, mom. Man, and I, you know, and so at this point in time, we're preparing him for college mm-hmm. and, and everything else too. But I think the fun thing about it is that he grew up watching me go after my dreams, yes. right? So even in career, he still watched me, you know, go after the promotion. He still watched me, you know, just definitely not settle. Mm-hmm. And so, and especially once I became a full-time business owner, at first he did not understand. At first he was like, oh, wait a minute, what are we doing? Like, hold on. And, you know, right. my life is about to change. Can I still get my Jordans, mom? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. And so like, just even with this journey, you know, it's been fun for him to see like, oh, you can create something out of nothing. Oh, you can make your own money. Oh, wait a minute. Like there's a whole other life. And 
you know, so now at this point in time, he says, I don't want to be in a glass, you know, in a glass building. I want to be able to work from the beach. I want to be able to be on podcasts. I want to be able to, you know, make an impact. I want to speak on stage. I want to do motivational things. Like, and so just the way that he talks, you know, he has aspirations. I want to be a millionaire by the time I'm 30. That's right. It's yeah. And so it's just really fun. And I believe that as we're definitely stepping into the best versions of ourselves. Our kids are always watching. And so for it, just a testament, like he remembers sitting on the floor, me working weekends and stuff and him being in my office watching me mm-hmm. and he sees me now. And so it's been really fun. Like I've gone through my transformation, but he's been part of it too. So yeah, but he's 17. Mm. <laughs> he's getting to that age. I remember when yes. my son, my oldest is 26. And I remember when he was hitting that age and I was like, Ooh, I almost have a grown, grown man mm-hmm. who I will still remind you. I will climb up on this ladder okay <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> don't you get it twisted with all the just, love <laughs> all the love <laughs> I'm like just because i'm shorter than you does not mean it doesn't mean that i don't know that part on every level brandy my, i think my son's been telling me since he was 12 and a half 13 mm. years old i was like oh Remember, your mother is the craziest <laughs> of the two parents okay <laughs> just just remember that whenever you feel the base coming in your voice at at any point. So I'm curious for your clients, especially, I know you have your consulting practice as well, but just focusing on your other baby, not your 17 year old, um, who, when you, when you work with these practitioners that are coming to you that are attracted and they're saying, listen, something ain't right. I got to do it different. What are like the top pain points that you're experiencing with them that you feel is your sweet spot to serve and help to you know, guide them through? You know, they need permission to work the hours that they want to work or to, you know, if they've hired to actually hold their team accountable Mm -hmm. to helping them in the practice. Mm -hmm. Right. And so being in healthcare, we're all service based, right? We have heart centered, you know, just desires and and we want to always be in a place of helping. And so what happens is they take that into their practice and they take it in with their teams and they take it in how they show up. And, and so a lot of it is just giving them permission to not to work the schedule. Like if you want to take Fridays off or if you don't want to, you know, you want to work later, you can do that, you know, from a business perspective, let's figure it out. Let's look at what the team is doing. Let's look at what the team isn't doing. Let's look at your financials. You know, how much money do you want to make? That's the other thing too, is that a lot of them have been told during school that you're, you, this isn't a field where you can make a lot of money or this isn't, or if you market in a certain way, or if you're you know, too visible, then that's soliciting and that's not right. And like all these things. So they take all these mindsets into the, into the practice and the other thing is they hold themselves into a box. So they have yes. big dreams, like huge dreams. You know, like I love what you've been able to do. You've thought outside the box, mm-hmm. you know? And so a lot of it is just giving them permission to like, okay, you want a multidisciplinary practice. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Let's create that. You know, mm-hmm. what does that look like? Who do you want to hire? Who do you want as part of that team? Yeah. You know, and it's just a matter of making that decision. You know, and so the other day someone asked me like, oh, well, I would love to hire a coach for my practice. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. How do I do that? Same way as you just hired that therapist, you right. know, you're going to go ahead, right? Let's write the job description. Let's get a feel for what they're going to do. Let's go ahead and post it on mm-hmm. Indeed. That's, you can interview, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like, oh, is that simple? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. So it's, you know, a lot of times it's just overcomplicating things because it feels scary and they yeah. feel that they're doing something wrong by wanting more or to say that I want to make more money or I want to be able to live or I want to be able to vacation or I want to be able to have financial freedom or, you know, a lot of the things that we honestly do desire. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody wants to just be changed to their work. Is Even as much as you might love it, 
we all need breaks. You know, we yes. all need time to to decompress. We all need time to spend with our loved ones and our family and do the things that light us up. And so that's so important. So a lot of it's just me giving them permission to do it. Mm. That's honestly what it is. And then giving them business strategies to help them along the way. Right. So. That, that sustainability and mm-hmm. the soundboard that they need, not just in your voice, but in the, the templates, the, yep. the structure, the guidance. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's phenomenal. And I will say that that like, there's quite a few clients I'm thinking of, like, I think I need to connect you to them. Um, cause when people come to me, it's usually for the, the balance of their life and their relationship. So they don't end up in a non blissful state and end mm-hmm. up roommates, right. While they're creating these thriving empires that they're creating. So a lot of what I do is help them create sabbaticals inside mm-hmm. their business, especially if they have under 50 employees, um, but the sabbatical isn't just for them. It's usually for their team members as well, if we can make it work. And the oh, biggest issue isn't the creation, it's what to do with the time. Mm-hmm. Because that guilt, the mom guilt, the business guilt, the I should the ambitious guilt that is coming up. And I hear you addressing the other side of that with the structures of like, no, you can still have a very well run you know, team and company. No one's gonna steal your IP while you're gone for two days, yes. right? Like yes. you're it's okay, mama. That right? has come up, actually. That has come up. <laughs> you know? Uh, you know, listen, the, the kitchen conversations that we can have, Brandy, about these topics, it's it's real. Um, and I get, I've had a lot of questions around, we take a six-week self-location every single mm-hmm. year for almost 10, and this year will be technically 11 years that we we're doing it every summer, which we timed it based on when there was a lull in the finances, right? It made the most sense. It cost us more money to be doing all the normal things than it did for us to take that time. And another three weeks, we call winter solstice at the end, which is really the traditional Christmassy Mm -hmm. family time. But that six weeks isn't just put your feet up, relax. There's strategy behind detoxing, detaching, Mm -hmm. breaking patterns, shedding forgiveness of the mistakes Mm -hmm. that happened the six months before. You had a plan when you came into 2023 and here it is May (laughs) or June or July. And you're like, whoo, I missed that. And then we we like shame ourselves for it. Like Mm -hmm. all of that stuff to your point, those things that are in their head thinking, making those clients think, well, I can't show up because that's that's soliciting. I can't be visible. I can't stand in my power. I can't. And a lot of that comes from them not taking that time to, mm-hmm. I'm making this word up right now, but to de-shame, right? To forgive mm-hmm. themselves, to take all those layers of heaviness off. And for women, we get into adrenal fatigue really fast. Yeah. And it's hard to turn it off once mm-hmm. it's turned on, which is a whole nother healthcare. <laughs> That's a whole other right? topic. <laughs> like that, like a part two to the BBC <laughs> with Brandy Marlboro, right? Like it's a whole nother. So I I value and honor in the deepest way the work that you are doing because it's not just great work, good work. You know, people are fortunate to have it. It is necessary work, Brandy. So I hope you, you continue to thrive in this place and build your teams and communities around it so you can spend, you know, a against your your son's better wishes, you know, time stalking him at the dorm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unannounced, right? <laughs> oh, I was in the there. area. Hey. Right? I was, just, I was just driving by 18 hours away. I was just driving by. Um, so I have to ask you, Brandy, how are you giving yourself permission to pause? Oh, I listen to my body. Mm-hmm. That is exactly, because even yesterday I was 
in a place of just a lot of energy. You know, I had clients yesterday. I'm preparing for a speaking engagement in Vegas and they needed marketing materials. I had another podcast interview yesterday. And so by the end of the day, I was like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. You know, my brain is tired. And so today, even before we recorded this, Mm -hmm. I gave myself permission to sleep in. I gave myself permission to, you know, I have my water that's here. I gave my permission to give myself permission not to work. Like even what you were just saying, Mm -hmm. you know, that guilt that you can feel by not showing up or by not working on the business or, or, you know, just some of that shame that we can definitely have. Um, I gave myself permission just to let it go, you know? And so, and at this point in time, I feel great. You know, I, I feel more rested. I have my water. I'm, you know, like, yes, I'm having a great conversation with you. And, and so it's just nice. Like give yourself the time, you know, and just honestly, even what you're saying, the de-shaming of it, because once you decide to do that and it's, it's amazing. It is, it is. So that is what I, I listen to. I listen to my body. I listen to my mind. And, and I know at this point in time, because of everything I've gone through, um, I need to do that in order to be able to show up better and to show up the way that I that I really honestly I deserve to. And you know, and those that I'm, you know, definitely making an impact or trying to make an impact, they want to see the, the better version of me. So yes, mic drop on that. And by the way, guys, glowing skin and shiny hair is a great <laughs> consequence for her permission to pause routine. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. Just Thank saying. You. <laughs> How can people connect with you and learn more about all the great things that you're bringing forth in the world? Oh, thank you. You can find me on Instagram. That is my favorite platform. It's probably the one that's the easiest to use by default for me. So, but you can find me on Instagram at Savvy Clover, S-A-V-V-Y-C-L-O-V-E-R coaching. Um, so I'm always there. And then you can always find me on my website too, www.savvyclover.com. There is waiting for you if you need it. There is a business health checklist that's waiting there for you. And also um, there are one of the pillars that we do talk about is the you pillar. So if you were looking to give yourself permission and look at how you are treating you, then that is definitely there for you as well. I'm here for it and for you, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Brandy. You have been such a gift for the show, for all the listeners, everyone who is tuning in and being so intimate, Pelotons, treadmills, toddlers, all the things that were trying to distract them. I know the right people really zoned in because what you gave was so necessary. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for having me here and just this time. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Balance Boldly listeners, as always, I know I'm doing that thing that the young people do when I like shake it off my shoulder and say, I did that because I did because Brandy was all of it. (laughs) So thank you for staying to the end. I have to ask you to think of a healthcare practitioner, preferably a private practice owner or someone who is interested. You know, that friend that's been talking for years about the one day, someday plan to eventually begin if they could just do the thing and have the supports. Well, here's the answer to that. So if it is not you, if it is a friend in your ecosystem, a family member, a sister, a mama who says, you know what? I, I do believe that I can create a million dollar healthcare empire or plus in that now they have a resource through Savvy Clover Coaching and the Private Practice CEO programs, whichever is the best fit for them. So please do your best service and share this with them second to that, I want you to enjoy the balance of your day, but remember, do it boldly.